Not the usual intro for Tim Sheehy, president of the MMAC. We're honoring those in the musical world and those who have popular sound artifacts that are being preserved in history. They're now officially part of the National uh, Library of Congress registry. This is one of those songs. We loved before, so I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, an appropriate introduction for yes. Tim Sheehy. Uh, Tim, obviously very excited here. Justin was talking about you know, the Bucks having a couple of home games in the postseason. Obviously, the longer they go, the better it is for the city of Milwaukee in, in so many ways. How do you begin to calculate what the revenue impact is of a Bucks long postseason run? Yeah, so the, obviously the bars and the restaurants and the hotels that benefit from everybody coming down have a really easy way to calculate it. But I think the more important calculation almost is that it puts Milwaukee on this international stage. And you, you couldn't buy that advertising. So the dollars and cents are great for the community. The taxes are great for local and state government. But I think we all really benefit from just being on a, on a global stage uh, during NBA playoffs, which are a worldwide phenomenon. The idea of 40,000, 50,000 people in the Deer District, obviously some awesome scenes from a couple of years ago. When the weather was really nice, right, they were playing a little later in the summer than usual. But the weather is typically going to improve over time. It does bring about public safety concerns. So how does the city combat this? How do they try and work to make sure it's a safe environment for everybody, whether they're parked and in the arena or in the district? Well, I think the city and the Bucks have learned a lot from what transpired last time. And I think we've seen a much safer water street, um, and so you can't anticipate everything. Uh, but I would think that people could be very safe, feel, <coughs> excuse me, feel very safe uh, coming to a playoff game down here because the Bucks and the city police department will be on their toes. So joyously, this is a time of year with postseason Bucks basketball. This is also a time of year for graduations of all kinds, and we just got the news about Cardinal Stritch University abruptly announcing earlier this week that they will be closing next month. And wondering your thoughts on, is this closing? Do you think it's a one-off, or do you think it might be symptomatic and we might see more of these in our community? Unfortunately, I'm going to say it's symptomatic. And it's symptomatic because if you look in just West Bend, where they're talking about merging UW with the Moraine Technical College, uh, I looked at West Bend's uh, senior graduating class. It's 1,000 people. Their first grade class is 350. So it gives you a really good indication of where the demographics, fewer students. And if you look at what happened to um, uh, Cardinal Stretch, I think pre-pandemic, they were close to 6,000 students uh, when they closed. I think they had 900 undergrad and 500 grad. So there is going to be increased competition because there are fewer students, and schools that don't have the financial backing uh, that other schools do are not going to be able to weather the change in demographics. And I think you're going to see more mer- more mergers, more closures, as we kind of right-size the college campus to the number of students that are coming. Like any sad situation uh, it is interesting to see who steps up to be a helper and so far i've seen stories about university of uh, uh, wisconsin milwaukee stepping up to help offer free applications even thousand dollar grants to help streamline some of those students to their campus nearby also alumni stepping up uh, the the british man who owns three lions pub mm-hmm. uh, and red lion pub he came here almost 20 years ago in a soccer scholarship there and wound up opening this business. And he's now saying, hey, I've, I'm offering jobs. I'm offering counsel as another international person who came here to study there. Are you seeing other examples of people stepping up and reaching out to help students and 
also employees who will be out of luck here in a month. Yeah, and this is a case of enlightened self-interest because as these students lose a place to go to school, there are other schools that are under-enrolled who would who would take these students um, because it's really good for the student, and it's obviously really good for their campus. But I think it also puts a premium on what the universities are doing. There's a higher education uh, regional alliance of the two-year and four-year institutions. And the better job those schools can do about making sure that credits transfer, that they articulate between different universities, the more successful the students are going to be, and I think the more successful the universities are going to be. So I love to see schools opening their doors to students, but more importantly, allowing those credits to transfer to the institutions that they're going to. Tim, final thing, latest job recovery numbers for Metro Milwaukee. What do they mean to you? Well, what they mean to me is that we have recovered about 87% of the jobs that were lost pre-pandemic. We're stalling out a little bit. And again, I think that's less a challenge with employers not hiring and more a challenge of finding the right people um, to fill those jobs. So we've stalled out a little bit, but I still think we're making progress to getting ourselves back and ahead of where we were pre-pandemic. It's still a massive global talent shortage, too, right? I mean, it's nation- it's worldwide, really. Yep. It, exactly. 77% on average around the world. So it's it's everywhere, not certainly just here in the city of Milwaukee. Tim, we appreciate you got your Milwaukee Admirals jersey on, by the way. Best news of the week, 414 today, and, and I've got a hockey jersey on for the first time in my life. Yes, of course. We'll it's a hockey sweater, Tim. Oh, it's a sweater. <laughs> yes. Is that what they call it? Thank yep, you. that is we'll the be... technical term. Just so you, know, you can walk proudly, but let me well, You know. can tell it's my first. <laughs> yeah, it's the, uh, the right. Milwaukee Admirals 414 Day inspired uniforms that have been uh, delivered to some folks around the country company and in our area here at the third street market hall I, it looks good on you tim i'd, I'd put you in goal goal is where i would stay yeah. <laughs> I, I can't skate so that's right after right. put me somewhere where i can stand good stuff always great to check in with tim Sheehy from the mmac president of the mmac appreciate it tim we'll talk to you again next week